Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus I want to ask you, one of the things I've always found fascinating is like when after series ends and you get like the, the, the secret scouting reports, like we saw this, right? And, and so we did this, like the going back, Papelbon picking off Matt Holiday, you know, the story, Todd Klaus and, and the, scout, the advanced scouting reports. Um, how much of that, how much when you sit down after the celebrations are done and you go to the next series, how much in, more intensive are those things, or are they? I, I don't know. No, there is a lot different than a three-game series in July. Uh, your advanced scouts, they still exist, regardless of what people think. It's not only uh, video and um, information. It is There's a lot of eyes in September, and, and, and we do an outstanding job doing that. We send people everywhere, uh, and they start picking up stuff. Uh, from signs to tendencies or, or, you know, the guy's moving at second base, you know, whenever they throw a breaking ball, he's, he's moving to his left against lefties or, you know, in this count, he, he's going to bounce his, if he throws a breaking ball, he's going to bounce it. Uh, there was one that, uh, that's when I was like, these guys, they do it right. Um, <laughs> I think it was Klaus or, or, but actually, David Howard, if I'm not, I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. we we had our our advanced meeting for for the Angels in 07, and uh, we're going over guys this and that, this and that, and uh, he pulls uh, David aside. He's like, on a three-two count with men in scoring position, you're gonna get a breaking ball, or something like that. And I think it was the first game or second game. I, I don't remember. David got a three-two breaking ball hit out of the ballpark. And I was like, yeah, we're ahead of the game. Um, I can tell you things that happen in 18 that, uh, you know, and it's not even scouts. Uh, I think the biggest swing that, that year was uh, JD against Jay Hat, right? Uh, first inning, 2-0 count. The night before, after a workout, I'm talking to JD. I said, JD, you know, like, we, we got to make sure – we don't swing at that first first pitch uh, that pitch up in the zone. And he's like, I'm looking down. I'm like, what? 
like, yeah, I'm looking down. I'm not going to miss it. And 2-0, he threw a fastball down in zone, and he got it. And uh, he said that he was for four days in the cage just visualizing that pitch, and he knew that that pitch was going to come into play, and he wasn't going to miss it. He missed that pitch the whole season, and he was going to be ready. And the reason was because um, that's where you do damage against Jay Happ. It's not about the fastball up. Fastball up, you're not going to catch up to it. So you better take it. But if he gets me a fastball down, I'm going to I'm gonna demolish it. And he did. And we went up 3 nothing. And then after that, you know, um, we took off, right? Um, things that happened in that game, in the big game against uh, New York uh, at Yankee Stadium, you know, when we scored all those runs. Uh, I don't think we hit too many homers that day. We, we hit a lot, of, a lot of singles, a lot of doubles, and – there was a lot of information from Severino that we had just mm-hmm. watching, and uh, we took advantage of that. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of stuff that comes into play, especially when you play teams 19 times a, a, a season and you play them in the playoffs. You, you take advantage of everything that you have and uh, and whatever you can get from other people. Uh, I'm, I'm talking about advanced scouting here because at the end, it is what it is. Last year, I thought that game was like the most uncomfortable game ever, that wildcard game, one oh, game yeah. against a team that you just play 19 times, you know? And we kicked their <coughs> – excuse me. <laughs> we beat them nine times in a row. Time out. Let me get some water. Yeah, yeah, no worries. Sorry about that. That's all right. No, That's no worries. <clears throat> so we beat them, uh, what, like nine out of ten times early on, and then they – beat us and they they swept us the last series of the season and they scored like nine against Nate right and I'm like what are we gonna do you know like we just play them we know them there's no secrets it's only one game you know here is like whatever we can find for uh, against Cole or whatever we can adjust with Nate it's only four innings five innings so you know Xander hits a homer Nate pitches well the ball goes off the wall. We get a, a great relay, and then we won the game. But that was the most uncomfortable game of all of them. That was the tough one. Yeah, because there's no secrets, right? There's I mean, no secrets. You know, no. it's like it is what it is. The next one, yeah, it's three out of five. And, yeah, they play well, but we, you know, it's different. You know, like scouting comes into play. And, uh, obviously, at the end, the players, they execute, and you do what you do. But it, it's a fun – it's fun, I think uh, – Especially the way we go about it, like there's no, there's no rules, man. There's no like, this guy's down or this guy's not gonna pitch. You know, it's it's like spikes on and let's go. Yeah. You know, you so had- when you when you say like it's fun, like when you kind of have your your back up against the wall and you kind of have to start, you know, really start flexing the managerial brain. So yeah. game game three of the World Series was was that fun at least? I mean. It was you can't go that many innings and still be like, oh, this is a great time. I look at the 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 clock up there, and it was uh, I think it was whatever it was. It was three in the morning here back home. Yeah, and I was like, people are watching this crap right now, you know. But, oh, I mean, uh, I was I was up right with you. Yeah, but I never felt I never felt you had a chance at scoring. That was the problem. <laughs> like we actually did, right? Like I mean, I mean, Ian, they did score a Jackie. Jackie yeah, got the lead at we, one point. Yeah, we uh, Ian got thrown out of the plate, right? That was a bad send. That was awful. That, yeah, I mean, like, let's go. Yeah, come on, Carlos. Yeah, like come on. You know, like 
hit and run first and third fly ball to Bellinger. He has a cannon and we go, you know, like he sent them. I was like, Oh boy, this ain't working. But you know, it was a great game. We had chances, man. We had chances. But. Well, so, so I love that stuff, man. I love like the, the, the little things, like I said, I've said the Papelbon pickoff, the two, two, I'll give you two. I was walking the workout day in Anaheim in 2007. I'm getting in the elevator and Schilling gets in and he gives me two. This is how long ago this was. He gives me two pieces of paper and it was his whole scouting report written out for the next day. So I'm like, I don't literally don't know what to do with this. So like, what am I supposed to do? Publish this? Like what? I don't know. Sell it. But I tell you what, what I did do is I watched like everything, like Vlad Guerrero, to your point, three, two elevated fat, like everything was on that piece of paper. Boom, 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 boom. Like it was so micromanaged that that was, it was, it was awesome. Watch the other one. You weren't on the team. 2013, David Ortiz, Grand Slam. The changeup, right? Uh, 2-0 changeup. Yep. Yeah, they had the changeup. Yeah, two zero changeup. Yeah. They had the changeup. They yeah. knew they. I mean, uh, I he, was tipping. he was tipping. He was tipping, oh. but they had it. But that's the that's the point. That's my point. Is that yeah. it all leads to that one moment, and there was no better one moment than that. That was huge, right there. I mean that. I haven't asked David if like you know, unless some guys like it or some guys don't. I mean, no, he. He'll say he, he, yeah, he'll say he, he, he yeah, I mean, it's That's amazing. Nobody, nobody likes tippers. They yeah. don't, nobody likes tippers yeah, until, yeah. until they find a tipper. <laughs> um, but so, you know, and then you get into these games. And so like Coop had mentioned the long game and there's a lot of stuff that goes on. I remember I asked you this, the spring training after in 2019, when you switched uh, JD for when Machado was up, right? <laughs> I, and I was like, you just reinvented baseball. The great game of baseball has just been reinvented. Every time now that a pull hitter is going to get up, they're going to do this. And Nobody like, has done no, it. Nobody no. has done it yet. No, no. So, but, but, but you were in the World Series. So, what I'm talking about is Machado. I've done Machado get up. He was a pull hitter, so you basically would move Jackie over there. If I'm remembering this right, right yeah. to, mm-hmm. to left, and like something that clearly hadn't been done. But is that this type of thing, like? when we talk about micromanaging the world series and thinking outside the box and having that fun, like just, that must've been along those lines. It or... just happened out there. It wasn't something that we planned. It, it wasn't a script. You know, I think I went out there to see Nunez probably. He was rolling around or something, you know, like, <laughs> dying for the fifth time in five days, you know? And, and then I look, I was like, Oh, we, we got JD back here. And then we start doing it. And, yeah, it's something that uh, it happens, you know. Uh, there was one that uh, that we really liked. Uh, <clears throat> so we pinch ran Ian in game three, right? Uh, no, Ian played that game. Yeah, he played that game because he, he yeah, he slipped. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it was game four. One of the games he pinch runs. And uh, there's a throw over and it's a close play at first. Brock is hitting and uh, close play at first and they challenge the Dodgers did. We had no signs. We had no play and fabulous look at me right away. And I went hit and run. I just went like this hit and run. 
And like, hey, after the whole challenge, the first pitch is going to be a hit and run. First pitch, Ian takes off, Brock hits a base hit, and it was like, okay, cool. You know, like, like stuff like that happens, man. It's, 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 but it's, it's a testament of the people that you have around, you know, like, you know, Renneke, he just looking around and see what you can find. Uh, Carlos to be locked in, Ramon on the bench at that point locked in. And, you know, there's a lot of stuff that happens uh, early on during the day that you like, if this, if this comes up, you know, we're going to take advantage of it. Um, you know, the whole game one situation with Rafi and, 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 and Nunez, it, it was something that we talk about the night before we're like, okay, Rafi's a good matchup against Kershaw, but he's not against uh, Wood and uh, Alexander. And, and we will, we'll take a chance with, with Rafi understanding that they might bring another lefty later on for him. And hopefully we can take advantage of it. Later that we know it was right there, right in front of us. And uh, the conversation in the dugout was like, because Rafi was having a great game. He had two hits, I think, and a walk or something against Kershaw. And, you know, it's Timmy Hires, Andy Barquette, and, and Ron. And I'm like, if they bring the lefty, what are we going to do? And they're like, you know what are we going to do? And like, are we sure we want to do this? And they're like, just, hey, man, we, were, we, 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 we prepare this for this. We got to go. We got to go. Trust your instincts. Trust your instincts. And we did. And bro, when he hit that home home run, it was like, "Are you kidding me? <laughs> this might actually work." But well, uh, I mean, listen. I mean, a lot of work, man. There's a lot of work.